In recent years, the mobile app industry generated a whopping $41.1 billion in gross annual revenue, and that figure is to rise to over $50.9 billion. Gross annual revenue is projected to exceed $189 billion by the year 2020. On the line today, we're going to bring on someone who just launched their app, and it's time for the entire culture to get behind it. I'm DJ Motri of the Black Equity Network, and welcome to the Black Equity Podcast. We are here for another great episode of the Black Equity Podcast. I'm truly excited about this conversation. I'm all, I always get excited when we have someone who has developed an app and has released it to the world because I understand that that's the future uh, for our culture. Uh, today on the line, we have Dr. Abrams. Dr. Abrams, are you there? Yes. Hello. Welcome, welcome to the Black Equity Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Now, for those who don't know who you are, tell us a little bit about yourself and then also let us know a little bit about the Black Experience app that you developed. All right. Well, um, I'm a board certified foot and ankle surgeon slash podiatrist that turned into a health science educator. So now I'm teaching and uh, that's me in a nutshell. I'm also married with two kids and so I work full time, but I found the time to developed this app with no coding experience. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it started out just as an idea and I was, I did my research. I'm also a genealogist at heart, so I like to do research. So I did my research and I'm looking into ways of how I can create this app without um, n- learning how to code, you know, go back to school. So right. um, I found these uh, online app development websites and basically did the research on them to find out what would be a best fit for what I was trying to do with 
my app beep black experience app okay okay so yeah we got to walk through this together so when did you first have this idea of uh well was was an idea to do an app or wasn't an idea which one was it first it was uh, the idea came to me out of the desire to have the app itself okay so when did that happen well social media itself Okay. You, you know, you look, you're watching social media and you're seeing black people being uh, having racial tensions at different restaurants or being arrested violently for simple things as uh, something as small as asking for utensils, like the lady of the Waffle House, or situations where you you see uh, women getting beat over the head at a nail salon for not paying for a botched uh, eyebrow job all of these different things you're seeing in social media based on our race, that's the extreme side of it, okay? The everyday microaggressions that we have that we experience in as consumers is enough, really. But mm-hmm. that right there is like, well, I don't want to go into a situation like this. I don't want to bring my family, my kids into an establishment where I know that they're known, where you may not know, actually, mm-hmm. that they're known to mistreat black customers. Right. And I'm going like, well, where, well, where can I go to know where this actual establishment is and to know that I don't I mean, to, to share my experiences and to keep other people informed. And so it's like a platform. I'm like, we need a platform because I know the days of civil rights where people marched and all that, we don't have to do that anymore. We have technology. Right, right. So before your app, I'm really walking in, for lack of a better terminology, I'm walking in blind to these restaurants and these establishments because I don't know what the experience of someone who looks like me has gone through walking into this particular place. So I really don't know what I'm walking into if I'm, if I'm going into an establishment for the first time. Exactly. Every day. That's why I said like this everyday microgrid. I give you an example. We have a, um, where I stay, there was this new pie shop and I thought oh this ought to be great you know I, I don't have to make pies for Thanksgiving or something so I'm a, I go in there there you know uh, what there are three people standing at the register not one person said anything to me mm. I walk in there I'm looking around like okay there's not a crowd in here it's two people in, in line and there's three people at three different registers no one said anything to me I, I walked I just looked I turned away and walked away so that's an isolated incident so that means no one knows about that but me or whoever I tell. But if we have an app where people can share, whereas other people have it, it just wasn't you, then we can under then we can make some changes. Because then now that business has to make some decisions and change some ways. Because black consumers, we have a $1.2 trillion buying power. We eat out more than all the other races. And we need to be able to go into establishments that respect and value us. I agree. So you develop this app out of uh, what, what you see in the marketplace or lack of in the marketplace that allows us to communicate with one another and give our take on the different uh, establishments within the city or within the different places we're traveling. Right. Uh, so then we can give our ratings and our experiences on those particular uh, companies and establishments. Am I understanding that correctly? That, that's correct. It's like a it's like a Yelp for black people. 
Okay, so take me through that. Take how does the what is the first thing that I would do when I when I download the app and I and I open it up. So you download the app right now. There's 25 major cities on there. So there's 25 major cities, 25,000 restaurants. If if you don't see your city, I'm still working on it. Like it's, I'm a one woman show right now. So okay. so. We have 25. So if you look for your restaurant, you see that restaurant, even if you've never even been to the restaurant, you can right now, it's still in the growing stages. So you could rate and review your experience from restaurants you've already been to. But okay. I know, especially when you're traveling, you don't really know because a lot of the uh, the reviews you're getting, let's say on the magazines that you that you read in the airplane, that's not from our that's not from our lens. That's not right. from our experience. So there's nothing out there that's really saying that this, you know, from our from our experience. And even with Yelp, when you look at those reviews, they're filtered. Right. So it's it's not really for the customer by the customer. That's another difference. And so you're curating that process for us as consumers so we know where we're spending our dollars at and making sure that we're putting a uh, good seed in good soil. That's right. It's called, it, it's basically my slogan is rate, review, and empower. And empowering people, that means you can make informed decisions. Well, a lot of times we make decisions, we're not informed at all. We don't have the unity to be informed about what's going on. We, a lot of times we think, well, maybe that was just me. Or maybe I'm imagining this person is uh, ignoring me. Or maybe I'm imagining the fact that I've been waiting to be seated and these other people are coming in and being seated before me. You see what I'm saying? You, right. you, you take that imagination and make it reality you have, you have, you validate, we validate ourselves. And before social media, which, you know, we're only, really only talking about maybe the last five years here, right. uh, like the real social media, not the, the beginning stages, but when it really started going with the smartphones, we're talking about the last five years. Right. So imagine the last 100 years where you really don't know if what you just saw is really what you just saw. Because, right. it, like you said, it's kind of a, a one-off situation. You can't really communicate it with anyone else. And really, a lot of what happens is more spiritual than it is actually something physical. Yes. You, you know, it's the looks. It's the uh, the way somebody said something to you, the ignoring of you, the not opening of the door. It's these, it's these spiritual things right. that you can sense, but not necessarily uh, is it verbalized too? Right, right. It's that energy as well, you know, and you, like you said, the spiritual, the energy, all of that. And you notice the shift it may be to other customers, but not to you. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, is and there's also articles there's re- out there where actual black servers say that a lot of them don't want to serve black tables because they don't expect tips. So they don't, they put you in the worst seating and they don't give you suggestions and all of those different things. We're not, you know, that quality customer service that right. we don't, we're not even offered. And a lot of us don't even know the difference. Mm. Want more access to the Black Equity Network? Perfect. I have just a solution for you. I want you to text 669-238-2434. Once again, that's 669 669- 238-2434. I want you to text the keyword 
black equity to 669-238-2434. Now, what is that going to do? That's going to give you access to our personal Rolodex of business contacts. So every time that we have a potential business partnership, a business opportunity, someone says, hey, I want you to let people know about a job opportunity. We're going to send a message out to everybody who has text black equity to 669-238-2434. If I were you, I would send a text message right now. Back to the show. That's the sad part. Okay, so let's walk through some of these cities out here. I know we may not be able to go through all 25, but maybe give me five major cities that are are included uh, within this app. Okay, New Orleans. All right, I like New Orleans. There we go. Oh, yeah. New Orleans, which is known for this great, you know, this the awesome cuisine and everything. But when you go to the restaurants that they publicize, that they put in the magazines, that they hype up, a lot of those, they don't, a lot of them don't want to see a lot of us in there. Okay. There's, there was what, this last summer, there was a whole hashtag about clothes for essence. Yeah. Because they didn't want to pay, they didn't want us patronizing their business, even though we're bringing all this money into that city. So let's stop right there. Let's 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 tackle this. So this whole idea of well, as long as it's about the green, as long as you got the money, you should be fine. But we're still finding that even with the money, even with us, you know, having the the necessary resources, people are still going to act the way they act. They yes, they are, and that it, and the thing is, is that you it's not nec- they're going to do or they're going to show their biases, regardless. But the thing about it is having the app and having the platform to where these businesses can be put on, put on notice. You understand? Put on yes. notice to where they could either change the, the the dynamics of their of the restaurant, or they can face other consequences. Extremists being people not black people not patronizing the business. Okay. So we talked about New Orleans. Uh, what's another city that is represented in your app? Atlanta. I have oh. Atlanta. I know recently they had a situation with Houston's restaurant out there. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, even with places that are heavily populated by black people, where you would think it would be less of a problem, it's still a problem. And I think sometimes what happens is uh, I think they do it on purpose at some of the bigger establishments. So then uh, the rest of the culture will know, uh, yeah, we don't want you here. And for some of them, they don't care that we're going to be talking and letting each other know, fine, just don't come here anymore until 12 months hits and they go out of business and they realize, wait, hold on a second. We actually do need, uh, we do need the resources <laughs> exactly. that you're bringing to our restaurant. And that's where, that's where the value come in. That's why I said it's basically for us to empower each other so that we could go places where we're valued. And All right. So, what's the third city? Let's see another city, San Francisco. All I'm, right. I'm from the Bay. I'm from. I went actually to visit, uh, and I went to. This is another industry. That's where I went as far as massage envy. But I went to massage envy out there. I had a membership, and the people waited till we le- till we left. I was there with a couple of my friends, and they called my friend and told me to come back and pay. And I mm. said, I said I have a membership with y'all. It's valid for all locations within the U.S. And I, she said, I said, do you see my name on your system? She said, yeah. I, she said, I see your membership, but we still want you to come back and pay. Mm. I, I was baffled. 
This was in Napa. So and Napa's had its problems with race relations since I was younger. It just still did with the people on the train that went on the wine, um, the wine train and ended up suing them because they, you know. So it's 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 all over. Even in the places that they feel like you feel like it's forward thinking on the West Coast. So let's let's tap into this. So will your app start including other uh, establishments outside of restaurants or does it already include it? No, it starts out with restaurants. I want to build to that level to incorporate other markets. Cool. Cool. And let's look at two more cities. Uh, What's number four? Uh, A city that's part of the app that people will be able to access. Washington, D.C. Oh, oh, now you're talking. Chocolate City, right? (laughs) Yeah. And you've seen reports there where there's been uh, bad experiences uh, from our culture. Yeah. That's it. I mean, it's it's. I've actually experienced it myself. I I did a I did an internship when I was in um, during my residency there, and I stayed there for a month doing some res uh doing an internship at one of the children's hospitals there. I can't even think. It's a major children's hospital there with an orthopedic surgeon there. Um, and I had my own experience. I went to the National um Archives building to do some research. Like I told you, I I love genealogy. That's my other thing my other my hobby and I go to the building and I had to get an ID which is required like everybody so I got my ID and I requested a record and the man the energy like you just said he looked at me like what are you doing here and I and he said I, I doubt that we have this mm. and I said, well from what I see it, it's in, located in this building he came back and gave me my record like he was upset that he that he was just that he was proven wrong. Mm. And so, even in these cities where uh, it's majority, not necessarily majority, but there's a huge population of Black folk, we're still seeing where they are flexing their hatred towards us, and we really have to pay close attention to what's going on. Yeah, and, that, and right. that, yeah, that's that's and that's the thing about it. It's like. And a lot of us have accepted because we're pow- we feel powerless. We feel powerless. When you don't have a voice, you have no power. And your app now gives us that voice to be able to all come together and say, you know, this has been my experience here, good or bad. Yes. And uh, now we get to take that information and leverage that uh, using your platform, using my platform to be able to say no more. Exactly. That's the, that we have to make the shift. When does the shift go happen? Well, it's gonna it's gonna happen right after this this episode airs. There you go. And so, what's the fifth city for uh, for those listening, uh, so they know that they can uh, access the the app? Well, I see. Let me see a major. I have Los Angeles. I even have Phoenix. I've definitely put Phoenix on there after I heard about this young man who was a waiter in his Phoenix, Phoenix, Arizona. And okay where I heard about this young man who was a waiter at an establishment and they made an N-word joke about him, his colleagues. And when he reported to the manager, the manager said it was just fun and games. And then he noticed that he started, he got pulled away from being a waiter to get making tips to be in the, uh, the, uh, what are the, the pick, the delivery, not the, when you pick up your delivery order, that guy where he got less tips. So they started mistreating him after he reported it. Mm, wow. Yeah. And so I, I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. It, it's on it, there. 
Okay, so I, I'm, I made the list. Okay. Yes, yes. Okay, I feel better now. I was, I was getting worried. I was like, hold on now. And so where where do you reside? I, I reside in, um, outside of Dallas. Okay. Okay, so I'm sure Dallas is in there too. Yes. How, how are we feeling about the Cowboys right now? You know what? I'm a San Francisco uh, 49er fan. So oh, I see, feel you know what? <laughs> Get off my park. No, I'm playing. Look, I was uh, born. I, look, I, I was born in San Francisco. I grew okay. up. In, say, I can't abandon my roots. Well, how the Warriors feeling right now? Hey, wait, we see? had time. We had our time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so let, let's dive in deeper here because I think your app is, um, I think it's next level. I think it's revolutionary. And I think it's very important for everyone who's listening to this to download this app and use it on a daily basis. Yes. Um, how should people, how should people uh, incorporate this into their daily lives? Walk me through that. For right now, it's just, da- just ask, download the free app. It's free. It's Black Experience, no spaces, Black Experience app. On It's on Google, it's on Google Play Store, and it's at the App Store. Put your reviews, share your uh, reviews, your ratings. And you can, it's actually a button where you can share it to somebody, like you can send it as a text message. If you, you know what I'm saying? You can share mm-hmm. the information and the information about it. You could also do it that way, but just share your experiences on the app. Um, the next level, uh, think I want it to be every day where people can look and say, you know what? Oh, I'm trying a new restaurant. Let's see what our perspective is on this restaurant, this establishment, gotcha. or this business. If you are a Black-owned business or an investor and you would like to advertise on our show, go ahead and send us a message at djm at djmoultrie.com. Now, back to the show. Now, what about uh, teaming up with uh, other platforms who are putting together Black-owned restaurants. have any, Has anyone reached out to you uh, for any type of partnership, and are you open to partnering with those other apps or other brands that are out there? Yeah, I'm open to it. I mean, I reached out and, and talked with one um, app that they have out there, Eats, Oprah, I believe, or Oprah Eats, um, just to see how they're doing things, but there's they have black restaurants, and I actually have all the restaurants. I don't want to, you know, I want to move the business. You know, we want to move the business towards where we are treated properly, and most of the likely, a lot of times, it's our own restaurants. Right. But, and I spotlight black restaurants on my um, social media, mm-hmm. I put, especially when I go and I rate the business and I spotlight them on, and I, people send me stuff. To where I can spotlight them on my social media, but I'm definitely um, open to that. But like I said, mine have all the restaurants on there. Yeah, I think you know, for a strategic partnership, it would be good. Um, I'm thinking about two or three that have kind of put a directory of of black owned restaurants. Uh, It'll be good for them to reach out to you. Uh, Of course, you being the database that would have all the restaurants is awesome, but then also having those strategic partnerships with the black owned restaurants. So then people can have a, uh, an unbiased uh, place to go to rate these uh, restaurants would be awesome. Yes. Uh, so we can hold, hold ourselves accountable as well as absolutely, uh, you know, people that are not from our culture. I, I absolutely agree. That is, that would be wonderful. And that's part of the vision, you know, so that because there's we can't just say it happens at only uh, white restaurants, right? White owned restaurants. 
it happened. You like you said, hold our, each other accountable. Yeah, I, I'll be honest. <laughs> um, I've seen, yeah, I've seen it everywhere. You know, I've I've seen it at Asian restaurants. I've seen it at Black restaurants. I've seen it at White restaurants. And we yeah. also have to be mindful that you know, if it's a Black restaurant, that we aren't becoming, uh, you know, becoming them. By if a white person walks into a Black restaurant. How are we treating that person as well? Yes. If we're going to, uh, you know, say that we want to be treated correctly, we also have to then treat other people correctly as well. Absolutely. That's just the golden rule, right? To treat people like you want to be treated. Yeah. I mean, this is business. And as long as nobody's coming in there acting a fool, we should be able to, uh, you know, be able to, to be at least cordial, <laughs> if right. not more pleasant uh, with somebody who's coming in. What other types of strategic partnerships would be a huge asset uh, for you and your company outside of, you know, just the black owned restaurants? I would think advertisements, you know, events, you know, I can incorporate all of those different things. This uh, black culture events, there are certain events that take place that people may not be aware of. That that could be a place where you can know about events happening in your city, um, as well as, like I said, advertisements. Okay, so if somebody wants to potentially advertise on your app, what would that process be? How would they reach out to you? Walk me through that step. Well, they can reach out to me via all my, I'm on Twitter, I'm on uh, Instagram, I have I have a website, that probably would be even better, you know, through a website, and discuss what they're trying to get done, and, and so I can put it on the app and, and work the agreement out. Awesome. And for those people who are putting together different events around the country, uh, is it the same process as well if they're looking to get their their, uh, their name out there for the different events that they have going on? Absolutely. You know, within good time frame, you know, you don't want to the week before. You know, Yes. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. No, definitely. Definitely. I'm excited about this being introduced. When did you officially launch the app? I launched this app in July. It was wow. Yes. Wow. So how? What has been some of the feedback that you've seen uh, since your launch? And how did it feel to, to finally launch the app? It, it felt amazing because, at, you know, for somebody to start with an idea, I actually went to a girl's getaway, the Oprah girl's getaway um, that she had in last February, this past February, the beginning of the year, really. And I went with a Black Experience app written on my, I mean, had a bathing suit made with it on my bathing suit, Black Experience app across my chest. I had a bag and everything and I hadn't even had the app yet. Didn't even know how to code. Mm. It it was just an idea. Right, you manifested it. Yeah, it was just the spiritual seed and I'm carrying it around and I'm walking around there and I meet Gail King and she's like, hmm, Black Experience app. And, you know, and I was just like, I didn't have anything to say because it really wasn't an app yet. <laughs> now, was this before or after the R. Kelly interview? I need to, I'm trying to understand. This was before. Okay. okay. Yeah, Keep this going. is February. This was way before that. I didn't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Gail, Gail King sees this. She thinks it, it's awesome. So, then you move forward with it. Okay. Um, and you, you, you know, you launch it by July. And now... Uh, like you said, you have over 25 cities, you have over 25,000 restaurants, and you really are making major moves all within six to seven, maybe eight months tops. Right. It's not even a year. That's awesome. 
that's truly awesome. So what are the plans going forward for 2020, 2021, and, and moving forward from there? I'm just going to keep on pushing out my app, try to advertise, um, try to get more, uh, try to get some help from somebody who's actually an app developer, maybe. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> we, we can we can we can manifest that as well. Exactly. So you know, so that that's what you know to maybe help in, improve the, the aesthetics of the app. You know, because when you're using a third party app, it's not as you know pretty, I guess. It's maybe something that's made with code, but uh, it does the job. It has, like I said, all these cap- has the capabilities and the features that I need to for the purpose of this app. Awesome! I'm really excited for you, Doctor Abrams. I- I'm truly uh, excited about uh, your launch and seeing where you're heading in the future. And I know that this episode is going to attract a lot of people who are interested in partnering with you. Are you? Uh, let me ask this, just in case, because our podcast focuses on black entrepreneurs, black investors. Uh, if somebody wanted to invest with you uh, in some sort, um, are you open to that? What does that look like if somebody was an investor and they wanted to reach out? I'm definitely open to that. I mean, uh, I understand, you know, 51% no matter what, but yes. <laughs> we want you to keep full control. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but, you, but you are open to at least having those conversations. Yes, because I know that I... I I actually had a practice, a solo practice as a, a podiatrist, and I know what it's like to try to do everything by yourself. So I learned from that lesson. Okay, awesome, awesome. Uh, well, let me let me leave it like this. Uh, what advice, what information would you pass down to someone who has an app idea, they aren't quite sure if they should pursue it? What pieces of information and what advice can you uh, provide to them that are just now thinking about going through that process. If you have an idea, the, it's already the resources are already there. You just got to do your research and find out which app builder you want to use, or if you want to pay somebody. There are people that are out there. Cold, Cold Brew, I believe, is one of them that I reached out to when I thought about having somebody else build it for me until they sent me the invoice, and I thought, well, I think I'm gonna try to figure this out myself. Right. So, but so you research. Do your research and find out that you, you know, which app builder or how whatever what's going to be the best one to use for what you're trying for your purpose of your app. Because there's other apps out there that probably wouldn't serve a directory like the app builder I used. Right, right. It, it could it, it houses a lot of data. Exactly. So you you have to you know do your research and just get to work and and figure out as you go. You know that's the thing about life. You don't have to have all the answers. You just got to get started and figure it out as you go. Now, you you mentioned at the beginning of this episode that you had no coding experience. At any time, did that uh, potentially, uh, I don't know, create any type of fear or barrier for you? Or did you not even pay attention to that? You just kept moving forward. I didn't even pay attention to that. I come from a, a mother that told me it's always more than one way to skin a cat. That's true. And uh, I believe very wise. Yeah. Very, very, very wise. Thank you, Dr. Abrams, for this uh, for this conversation. And I want everyone to go ahead and download the uh, Black Experience app and, um, you know, reach out to us. Let us know what you think. And we want to pass that information on 
so we can really get everyone in the culture involved towards this movement so we can share this information uh, with the different restaurants and as it, it grows and expands to different establishments so we can all have a centralized place to, to house this data yes. um, for our culture. Yes, sir. Absolutely. We are truly grateful for today's guest. If you are interested in becoming an approved Black Equity Strategic Partner with this company or one in the past, simply send us an interest inquiry to the following email, djm at djmotri.com. Once again, djm at djmotri.com. Let us know your name, your company, your services, and which guests you are interested in partnering with. As an approved partner, you will have exclusive access to our network and have first opportunity at future partnerships as well. Thank you for tuning in and be sure to join us on the next episode of the Black Equity Podcast.